Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. In this podcast, our number one goal is to ease your mind of all the stress that sales tax can bring to you as an e-commerce seller. Our episodes contain the questions that have been posed to us by business owners and other individuals doing business in various states in the U.S., and we will help clear up the confusing, contradicting information you might find online and give you a clear path forward. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. My name is Ryan Johnson, and today I've got a special treat for you, our VP of Operations here at Peisner Johnson, Paul Johnson. Paul, welcome. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here on the podcast with you today. Yeah, and you guys might not know it, or maybe you can see the resemblance, but Paul and I are cousins. That's right. We've, we've lived next to each other for, I don't know, what, the last 25 years? Long time. Long time. So we've we've become really good friends. But I would like for you to just let everyone get to know you. How you got here? How long have you been here? Sure. Family life. What is it exactly that you do here at Peisner Johnson? All that. Absolutely. I've been with Pfizer Johnson. I started with Pfizer Johnson right out of while I was finishing my undergrad and I actually got my undergrad from the University of Texas, their Arlington campus in economics. And I was going to school for finance. I wanted to get some kind of financial degree, whether it be econ or math or financial planning or something along those lines. I just enjoyed math and numbers and I actually started working here at Pfizer Johnson stuffing envelopes and mailing out sales and use tax returns. And over time, just kind of grew to really enjoy and love tax, sales tax specifically. And it's been, it'll be, it's 12 years, it'll be 12 years this summer that I started at Pfizer Johnson. So just kind of worked my way up from staff to senior staff to manager to general manager over operations and now vice president over operations. It's been a really fun ride. It's been really fun to to be a part of and to see the growth and expansion at Pfizer Johnson, but then also to see the, the legislative changes, especially over the last couple of years as we've seen big changes in Wayfair and people getting registered and filing more sales and use tax returns. That's kind of my history at Pfizer Johnson. Personally, I've, I've been married for also... Uh, 12 years, actually, in just a couple of days. So I got married in March, and then I started at Pison Johnson just a few months later. So it's been it's been cool. I now have four kids, two girls and two boys, and we love to go camping. We love to hang out. We love to go on road trips back to Texas as we moved to Utah just a few years ago. So we, we do a lot of road trips back and forth to Texas, up to Canada, to visit my in-laws and up to Wyoming. Love to visit all the national parks and just tour around and have a good time. So kind of me in a nutshell. All right, excellent. Yeah, that's a great place to start in PG Cuts where I started too is stuffing envelopes with all the returns. Stuffing them out. So if if you do work with us, Paul has looked at your returns. That's right. He's looked at them. <laughs> so you know you're in good hands because Paul is looking at it and make sure they're correct. A lot of years in that, and he knows exactly what he's doing. So that's kind of the first question. It's a good segue into our first question. 
well, my question for today anyways. So as you know, we have this pandemic going around, lots of panicking, lots of people working from home, uh, people trying to decide what they're going to do, how they're going to handle this, how they're going to self-quarantine for two weeks if they have to, what's going to happen. That's what they're worried about. They're, they're probably not too worried about sales tax returns. You know, probably it's, probably, so. it's probably one of the last things on their mind because yeah. they don't want to get sick, possibly die. That's my guess. So what happens if you file late because of COVID-19 or really it, or any natural disaster that may happen in your area? I mean, what, what happens? What's the process? No, that's a great question. And it's something, you know, the, that we've experienced only a few times, really. The one that comes to mind before this one was Hurricane Katrina in, in Louisiana. And there was a lot of people out of work uh, in the Departments of Revenue, the local parishes. But even in, in that instance, when there's a natural disaster or a pandemic like this that occurs worldwide, or even just in a specific area like in Louisiana and, and along the Gulf, there, there wasn't much publication that was put out regarding posted or post-dated due dates. You know, now you have until March uh, 20th to file your returns instead of them being due February 20th or, you know, we're going to post-date them a couple of months. We've seen from a federal level where they'll push back dates, but from a sales tax perspective, they don't generally come out with that. The best course of action would be to, to file your returns on time. If you're not able to file your returns on time, because of the pandemic or because of the natural disaster, then you would work with individual states, the local jurisdictions, and request a waiver of that penalty and interest for those specific purposes after the fact. Because they generally won't, what we've seen, it's very rare that they'll come out ahead of time on the 19th. Now, today is March 20th. All your Most of the tax returns are due today. And, and we haven't seen any publications, notices, letters that have come out from the state saying, hey, if, you, if you're affected by the COVID-19 and the coronavirus, then you know, you, you've got an extra 30 days. The, the states generally won't do that, but they will more times than not. They are willing to work with you after the fact if you request, submit a request for a waiver of penalty and interest. Some of the states just by law, they won't waive interest, but they'll waive penalty, vice versa. Some of them will waive them both given the circumstances. So. The other thing about waiver of penalty and interest that you have to keep in mind is that if you're constantly requesting a waiver of penalty and interest or you do it more than once, more than two or three times even, then the states are like, mm -mm, we've already granted a waiver of the penalty and interest just two or three times now, so we're, we're done. But for a natural disaster like this, we've seen where they're, they're pretty willing to work with you. So just a matter of submitting that and working with the responsible, the respective parties to get that cleared. Sweet. So, so the only times you've seen pushback is when you've had to file a waiver a few times within a year and yeah. they'll be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're just lazy or, or late or you're procrastinating. Exactly. We've seen some states who will automatically waive the penalty, the first penalty and or interest upon your first offense or your first late file without a request. But in general, more times than not, you're going to have to to plead before the, the state or the local jurisdiction. Hey, I wasn't able to file my return on time. I'm not trying to avoid or not pay you. It's just, I ran into a hiccup or I had this issue or 
we're transitioning third parties or whatever the case may be, and then work with the Department of Revenue or the local jurisdiction to, to get that taken care of. How complicated can it get through you know, sending a waiver? I mean, is it easy? Is it difficult? How long does it take? It depends, as most things <laughs> do. <laughs> Sales tax. Some of them are, are pretty easy, and you can submit it electronically through the through the website. Some of them not so easy, and you gotta submit it two or three times. Hey, I've requested this penalty and interest be waived. And we've seen, depending on the amount of the of the waiver, is it a few hundred bucks in penalty and interest? Or are we talking about thousands in penalty and interest because you owe a lot of tax? We've seen where. It can take just a matter of days, less than a week, and we've seen where it's it, it'll take six months. And in some instances, in order to request a waiver or in order for the waiver to be granted, you have to first pay the penalty and interest. And then once it's paid, you can submit a petition to have it waived, and then the state will process that and indicate yay or nay, but you have to pay it first. So again, it just depends on the state and where, where you're at. But most of the time, it's, it's, just, a, it's just a matter of, a, it's, a, it's a waiting game with the jurisdictions, unfortunately. In my experience, I remember that usually submitting the waiver wasn't the hard part. It was following up a thousand times yeah. to make sure it's getting processed and getting updates on a timeline. And yep. A lot of times they had no answer for you. And you had to submit it to my waiver? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I see that we got your waiver but I don't have an update. Then you follow up a month later. Yeah. No, we, we still don't have your waiver. What? Okay, but so you, you submit it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's yes. very difficult. It can be time challenging for sure. Yes. But they got, they, they're doing a lot of work over there too. I'm oh, sure. yeah. They're constantly understaffed, overworked, as, as, as they would claim. So just you got to play their game. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Paul. And if... If this is something that you are worried about and you're, you're wondering how you're going to get your sales tax returns filed on time or waivers processed, anything like that, Paul Johnson is the one. Him and his team get it done. So go ahead and you can reach out to us filling out the form down below. Schedule your free call and we'll, we'll get you taken care of. All right, Paul, thanks again so much for being with us today. We hope to see you on another one. Absolutely. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everybody. You've reached the end of another episode of the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast. If you have any additional questions about today's episode or you just need some help, you can find my contact information down below. Connect with us at salestax or onlinesellers.com. And don't forget to find us on Facebook. We post new content every week.